Welcome to another episode of Mental Conversations, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. My name is Chris Sutton and I'm excited. I'm excited because today I'm joined in the studio by Helena Biles um, from Origamia. Yep, that's one. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for coming into the studio so early. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I am a bit bleary-eyed, I must say. It's all right. We've, we've, got, our, we've got our Colby's coffee. I've yes. introduced you to Ali. The world is a good place. So um, today we're going to talk about yoga. So you are a yoga instructor, a yoga qualified... What do you call yourself? Oh, that's one of those questions, actually. Some people... I always feel like instructors so much gym-like. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, 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 like a trainer, whereas... I quite like guide, yoga Ooh, guide. I like that. Because I, even better than yoga teacher because you know what, I'm still learning as well. Yeah, and like it. some people come to my classes that might know more about yoga than I do or a different part of yoga than I do. So I guide people through, in a class, through what I'm teaching or what I'm experiencing or okay. what I understand about yoga. So yeah, it's like a guide. We go on a journey together. I like that. I like I haven't thought of it like that. I was trying to stay away from the word yogi. <laughs> oh god yeah so only because it's like instagram's taking it taking it and social media you know and it's just one of those things now where it's like oh everyone's a yogi yeah. or everyone's a yoga teacher yeah. Or, oh yeah i've been to classes before where i where the um the class have been described as yoginis oh yeah when it's and i was women. like yeah well i don't know i, I was there <laughs> oh um, right oh dear <laughs> but anyway so um We've talked about this off air and about like the purpose of the podcast and that. So really for people who are listening to this that are like, right, so what is all this about? So what is yoga? Oh, that's, do you know what? That's, it is such a challenging question because it's different for everyone. Um, For me, yoga is a chance to stop and do something for myself. Okay. And so my yoga might look very different to what someone else's yoga would look like because what I like is something quite strong and dy- you know dynamic physically. But what? But like, but what is it? So like, but what just, is it? What, so it's, I, I think I think so for me, maybe. So a lot of people have heard of the word yoga. Yeah. And then one of one of my pet hates because I I practice yoga every day, and um. You say to someone, "Do you do? Have you ever done yoga?" And they go, "No, but I do Pilates." Like it's the same thing. Yeah. So I'm trying to just fundamentally, what is it? Is it an exercise class? Is it? I'm being I'm deliberately provocative here, but like, you know, what is it that people can expect if they went to a yoga class? In this country, going to a yoga class means going to a class. And that it definitely would be a yoga class if you saw it written somewhere um, with yoga asanas or yoga postures set in different sequences depending on the style of yoga or the style of the teacher or whatever. But it's a connection to your breath, movement, and your body. Yeah. So okay. that's the fundamental of yoga or hatha yoga. Hatha yoga meaning yoga like movement, yoga asana. But there are other elements of yoga that we don't necessarily practice so much in the West, which is meditation, non-violence. You know, there's there's eight limbs of yoga that right, sort of. Okay. So that's why you get vegans that are you know that are yogis because we practice non-violence. Okay. So it, you know, there's so many different elements to yoga, but in the whole in the whole word of yoga in from like the indian sort of coming from there 
But that's not what you're going to see on a gym timetable. No. No, okay, fair enough. So, so, so yeah, it, it's interesting because when, am I right in thinking that the purpose of the asanas, so like the, the movements, the postures. Yeah. So for people that don't know this, that you know, the very, very basics are that you get you put your body in certain positions um, and they're called asanas. Am yes, I right in saying correct. that? Yes. Um, and you'll go through a sequence of those different postures and that would essentially be what's like a practice, if you like. But during that, you would um, fo- be focusing on your breath and... But the eight limbs is what I just wanted to ask you about. I'm I'm sure I've heard this or read this somewhere that the purpose of the the physical aspects of it are to try and prepare your body so that you can sit still for long periods of time to try and essentially reach an enlightened state of mind. Bingo. Is that right? Nailed it. Boom. You, you, end you, you end can, of podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you can do a better job, job of describing it than I can. But the, right. I, but I. This is why I wanted to talk to someone though because. I don't think many people know that. So I think when when people, I think people in the West or people in our country, a lot of people, not all people, they go to a yoga class thinking of it as an exercise class, and even the um, and that's fine. You know, you can get different benefits out of it. So there's you know there's there's no right or wrong in that. But I like the idea when I heard that and found out about that. I've not gone on that path on that particular journey to try and reach enlightenment or to try and work towards that in any kind of great shakes if you like i'm still very much entrenched in a western lifestyle but i really like the knowledge that actually that's very different from going to an exercise class or doing some physio or doing some you know and yet the benefits can be the same can be similar or the same so it was just i wanted to test that so i'm quite glad that you said nailed it yeah, so, and you have, you you nail what the tradition of yoga is, but as you say, the West has turned it into something very different. And I teach something very different because some types of yoga are designed to go very, very deep into your body so you can sit in lotus position. Lotus position is a massive, like, internal rotation of the knee and the hip, and external rotation of the hip, and it's quite deep for a lot of Western bodies, so... Mm where someone's got injuries and things and their doctor said, you need to probably go to yoga, coming to a class, a traditional class, where they're saying to put your body into different positions like this isn't actually beneficial. So there's there's two different styles of yoga. There's very traditional yoga, which is, as you say, but working towards postures mm-hmm. that look a certain way but don't have necessarily that much physical benefit right. apart from being able to sit into deep, ridiculous positions or there's a kind of yoga which is more and more physio based. No, it doesn't. It isn't a physio session. But if you think in terms of like physical rehabilitation mm-hmm. and mental rehabilitation, and you don't, you know, they're not going deep into the body in the same way. Yeah. So we've almost, in my opinion, we've improved yoga. Wow. Okay. Great. In I this mean, country, I, I, I or in, in America as well. That I see. I think um, so. That's really, I think that's really helpful to try and, as an explanation of what it is, I think that gives people a picture of kind of a little bit of the history, a little bit of where it comes from. So it would be good for us to talk about people now who have never done yoga, getting involved in it and how they can get involved. And I think, um, and what the benefits are from it. So I, when I go to a yoga class, um, 
it is so like I mentioned, I do probably about only about half an hour, but I do half an hour's yoga every morning. Oh, and I do um the same postures and it's um it's it's yin yoga. So I hold the postures for a relatively long time. Um so I probably only do about ten postures and I hold them for about three minutes each. Yeah. Um and but my body physically, the certain like my hips and my um uh, hamstrings are really have really like extended and are really a lot more uh, mobile than, than they were previously because I've been doing it for quite a long time and that has helped me massively physically but also mentally but I go to a class because I love the environment you know I like the um, I like the space I like the lighting I like the that the teacher is really chilled and like it and the people that go are all very friendly, and that's but that's so that's something quite different. The experience is very different from me in my living room every morning, mm-hmm. and then go into a class. Mm. So you can get different things out of it, is what I'm saying. But I'd be interested to hear your view on. You've obviously had thousands of people come to your classes, yeah. and what do people get from it? People come with different. You're needing different things, and people get different things. Um, yoga means union um so that might be the union between your breath and your body your awareness and your body so as you said you feel more mentally well from having released tightness from your body yeah that's because your body is like a representation of your mind so releasing your hips you hold a lot of tension in your hips that's your fight or flight response you know tension in your hip flexors Mm. so releasing them in in postures is going to be like releasing your your mind from things but sometimes that can be a little far-fetched for people when they're just kind of first starting out and when you're first starting out might just you might turn it up and say I want to touch my toes and you Mm. know what that's fine like it's nice to be able to touch your toes and we have like those little physical goals to kind of work towards so I'm trying to think of like where I come in and do a start people off with yoga you know start with kind of beginners and take them on a journey and it ranges from, oh, I feel so much calmer to, oh, I feel connected to my body or, oh, my God, I've got quads. I've got these muscles <laughs> in the front of my legs that I never knew that I had. Mm. Or I'm so I'm so happy that I've been challenged and I've be- gone beyond what I thought I could do. And I feel like mentally stronger because, you know, there's a sense of achieving something with your body. Yeah. Because not all of us want to like run marathons and get kind of achievements through that yoga is a wonderful way of feeling like you're working towards a physical goal that isn't really like sporty no i mean the thing what you said there what i like is that different any everyone that starts starts from a different base don't they oh totally so the thing you said about touching your toes so when i first um before i'd started really doing yoga on any kind of regular basis um i had a really sore back and that was almost, that was pretty much the catalyst for me. Mm-hmm. And I went and had some physiotherapy, which I thought meant they were going to come and manipulate my back and physically touch it, which I'm assuming they could do as well. But basically, they gave me a bunch of exercises to mm-hmm. do. So I went away and did some of these exercises. And then someone said to me, oh, you should go to a yoga class, because that's basically stretching and stuff is part of it. Yeah. So I went to a yoga class and found way more than that. You know, but to start with... That's what that's what really got me into it, and my back started feeling looser. The pain went away, not immediately, but the pain went away eventually. Um, and then I was, I think, when I first tried to touch my toes, I could get to my knees. It was kind of ridiculous, you know. Like I felt it was ridiculous, um, 
And then someone was saying to me, look, you know, it won't happen overnight. If it's taken you 10 years or however many years to get into this tight, knotted state, it's going to take you a while to release that. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, I, I could probably put my hands flat on the floor and I don't really, I never really think about it. It's only because you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, because I'm focusing on other things when I'm doing yoga. But yeah. when I look back to that guy, so the, reason, the only reason I tell that story is there might be people out there, I'm sure there's people out there that are thinking, well, it's not for me, I can't do it, because I can't even... Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, and then you th- say, well, you know, I'm not flexible, so I'm not going to go to yoga. Well, that's why you go yeah. to yoga, to get flexible. It's like, I'm not going to run because I'm not fit. Oh, but you're going to get fit from, yeah. like running or exercising or whatever but this is the thing and um the way that I particularly teach because I'm quite a sporty person myself mm-hmm. um and because of how I I was never spiritual I was never into that side of yoga so I started yoga when I was in London really stressed out job got into Bikram which is like this intense sweaty hot, hot 90 workout, minutes which is exactly suited to my personality you know I'm very like I like a challenge I like a physical challenge so that's yeah. how it got me in and I like to call it like my entry drug do you know what I mean it kind of like got me on the wow. this uh, you know it kind of like oh that appeals to me because it's hard and it's tough and it's sweaty and then sort of did that and kind of got my physical benefit and then started to find the other things and now you like you say you go for other reasons I don't go to yoga or I don't practice yoga because of like so much the physical anymore but I know that if I'm feeling stressed out I'm like oh even doing as you say like 20 minutes or half an hour you know whenever you can I'm just like I feel like myself again yeah, afterwards I miss it if I don't do it I really miss it yeah you know I can feel it no, and I don't just mean physically I can feel that I've not given myself that time I've not had that kind of quiet time if you like and I mean my my don't get me wrong my mind's everywhere you know, the same as most people's, whilst I'm practicing, my mind will be flying off somewhere and I just try to let it go and come back to focusing on the breath mm-hmm. again. Um, which is one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about, which is which is the breath. So we talked about that a little bit. It's come yeah. up a few times. Yeah. So can you tell me about that? What's the, um, what's the benefits of focusing on the breath like that? The breath is something that's constant um, and it brings you back to your body and back to the present moment. So... It is how one of the ways that yoga is a mindfulness practice. Um, it is a calming thing. It is connecting with the rhythms of your own body. Um, connecting with your breath is, yeah, is the simplest way to kind of bring yourself out of like stressed states. Yeah. So, it, and it's the hard, it's the hardest thing to get in yoga. People start to get their postures. They start to sort of go, oh, I can do this, I can do that. But I'm still really struggling, like, to, I'm forgetting to breathe. Helena, can you remind me to breathe in yeah. class? I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, I'll do more reminders of breath. And, you know, we, you don't realise you do forget to breathe or take breaths that you're aware of. You know, we all shallow breathe when we're concentrating mm. at our computers and hunched over. We're kind of breathing in this... Yeah, like top part. I, I live there, definitely. Yeah, definitely. and we kind of all get to live there. And then this way, it's trying to breathe into your full lungs. You know, the back of your lungs, the sides of your lungs. And you think this sounds ridiculous, but actually, when you do, and you realise that you can breathe into the back of your lungs, if someone puts your hand, their hands on the back of your rib cage, and you say breathe into it, you're like. I can yeah. choose and direct where my breath goes. I've That's had, amazing. I've had that. Um, I remember going to a fantastic. Uh, yoga studio and 
where the the um, guide, I'm going to call him a guide. Yeah. Um, where the guide was, um, he would say about um, expanding your belly when you, so your stomach should get bigger when you take a breath in. Oh, you're you're wincing at that. Yeah. Not good. Physiologically, that's old school yoga. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was talking about. I think he called it belly breathing. Yeah. Um, but like taking a breath not in your chest. Um, so yeah, whether I was doing it, whether we were doing it wrong in that sense, but um, it definitely you definitely feel a release of um, stress through doing that. You know, through actually taking a deep breath and taking it further down. Um, and also, when you're focusing on a different, you can you can take a breath to different parts of your body. Yeah. Um, which you're not obviously physically doing, as in I don't know. I I don't know. How does that work? No, definitely and. Just to clarify, there is nothing wrong with a belly breath when you are being taught that that is that is the practice. So you're because you're trying to shift your brain to try and move your breath to different places. The only way that the belly breath and why I kind of like winced was because in terms of um, pelvic and deep core health, we if we belly breathe too much, we lose the control of our breath and our core activation. So we have to retrain people to breathe into their ribs okay. properly to actually. You know, women after they've had given birth. They need to get the breath out of the belly and up into the chest. Otherwise, prolapse and diastasis uh, recti is problems from well, belly this, breathing. To be, I should clarify, this was at the beginning of a practice. So, at the like the very first thing we would do. Yeah. So, sitting still, cross-legged, and we would he would bring attention to the breath. Yeah. But would say, breathe into your belly, and your belly should expand. And then as you breathe out, we would contract. That, yeah. I remember they were the words they would say. Um I love this. He had the deepest voice and he'd always start every session with, let's prepare to begin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, what that does expression. that mean? Yeah, I was yeah. like, let's pre- isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, I love those little yogiisms, oh, you know. I, just, uh... funnily, funnily enough, whilst he was, when I used to go to that class, my daughter was um, newly born and I used to I used to steal his expression when I was changing her like horrible dirty nappy and I go <laughs> literally before I undid the velcro bits I go okay let's prepare to begin <laughs> like, I was almost like a <laughs> psychological I'm going to bring myself to this and yeah focus on not breathing for the next few seconds <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but but no the breath is something that's really important isn't it yeah. and and in terms of um, any meditation that people have done. One of the things when you're meditating is to, you know, people would say to focus on your breath. Yeah. Um, and I love, I love the fact that those two are so linked. Yeah. That yoga and meditation and the fact that it's calming. For someone like me who, and you know, this is a, a mental health podcast, for someone like me who is an anxious person and lives in a, quite a state of anxiety for much of the time, yeah. um, the thought of being able to be calm is like, you know... Nirvana, you know, it's yeah. like that. It seems unachievable. So, but in in small doses of time, I do improve that kind of calmness through meditation and yoga. So, the idea for me that, um, or I've heard, I'd heard about that through meditation. The idea that yoga brings that in with it, that kind of meditative aspect, was really appealing to me. So that's why I think anyone who's never done it before, you know, if you were to get into a class. Um, I wanted to ask you about because I think going you could you could kind of watch YouTube clips or try and learn something, but I like the idea of going to a class. But I also understand 
social anxiety wise how intimidating it might feel to go to a class mm -hmm. where you may have a perception in your mind that you're going to walk into a load of people levitating and <laughs> saying om like which yeah yeah know? yeah yeah that and that's what put me off for, for so long um just kind of just a little aside there because I didn't want to butt, butt in was um for people who find it really hard to meditate, uh, me, mm. uh, as one of those people, very, like, active, I have too much energy for my own good. Yoga is a way of connecting to the breath and doing a meditation that is moving. Because the movements yeah. keep your... So, like, your breath keeps you tuned in. The movements keep you tuned in. So, that's the reason that yoga postures are quite complicated. It's not just a case of, oh, just sort of put some art, your arm like bit, you know, it's like really detailed, you know, the foot points this direction, the arm goes this direction. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. So you're constantly being given these directions, which keeps you connected to what your body's doing in the now, what your breath is doing in the now, hopefully by the time. And that's why hot yoga is great. Actually, I mean, I don't teach it anymore, but I still practice it sometimes is because you're dealing with being so hot and sweaty. Honestly, if your brain was anywhere else, you'd probably pass out. So it keeps you rooted in the now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that posture is being complicated, keeps you rooted in the now. The more, you know... Yeah. And I, then you, the more you become advanced, actually, the simpler your yoga can become or the less detailed because you're now able to keep your brain focused on less. Right, Okay. That's so as people progress, they, things sometimes become, they go, their, their yoga posture looks more and more simple mm. rather than more and more complicated. Yeah. That's, I heard so. someone saying recently about if um, that someone had been to a class and said, oh, that was really easy. And even referring it into terms of whether something's easy or not. Mm. Similar with meditation. It's like, well, no, it, it, it's about a, it's a personal thing that's happening yeah. for you. Yeah. And actually... I think within yoga, you, you, you may be not um, holding the position right, or maybe you, if you're finding it too easy, you're probably not doing it right, is Bingo. my experience. Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is dead easy, and it's yeah, like, and then the teacher, teacher comes. comes says, yeah, you need to move your leg about three inches that way, and you go, ah, Yeah, ah, oh my God, my legs are shaking Yeah, now. and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's right, you've got, you've hit it, you're in yeah. the right spot there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then, so you do have to focus on that. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing about the breath and like, um, that you do pe hear people with mindfulness um, and people say about being, living in the now being one of the ultimate things you can do to actually uh, reduce anxiety and to reduce kind of um, negativity. Um, there's a really cool expression I heard someone say, um, I'm yet to meet anyone who can breathe in the past or the future. Yeah, you know, you know, like, yeah exactly. And so, and so the beauty of the breath is it's always now. Yeah. You know, even the breath I took at the beginning of that sentence is gone. Yeah. That's in the past. You're not thinking about it, are yeah, you? No, you, you know, you can only deal with the one, with, with what's happening right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But tell me about the, um, what I said about being intimidated about going into classes. Yeah, and I and I I, I understand that completely. It took me about um, two months to pluck. I kept on saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go to that class," and then there'd be a reason. Oh, I can't go this morning because yeah. of blah blah blah. So I I I know that struggle. That struggle is real. Um, and what was so it like? What was it like when you got there? What was the absolutely reality? Absolutely fine, and everyone's really friendly, yeah. and everyone. You think everyone's going to be really advanced or much better than you and then you realize like no one or that people are going to notice that you're not very good and then you realize oh everyone's 
got their the joy of the yoga mat. That's your little private space. Mm. And pretty much in a yoga class, it's like the opposite to a gym where you see everyone looking in the mirror, like at themselves and looking around. What's everyone else pushing, pulling, doing? In a yoga class, you're you're, you're kind of you're in a group, but you're on your own, which is why it's so wonderful. Yeah. I'm quite. Uh, I like to run by myself. I like to, you know, yoga is great because it's with people. But by my, but on my own terms. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, I'd say to anyone, I you know, it's going to a yoga class is the best way to start. You've got teacher support. It's so easy to get things wrong from doing things for, on a video and yeah. stuff like that. What I always say to people: start with. There's great courses out there. All of the yoga studios have beginners courses, mm-hmm. which is sometimes more suited to absolute beginners than beginners classes because it's with a beginners course, you're on like a four or five week. We all start at the very beginning together and then we're idea. on a journey and yeah. then you come out and you're like, oh my God, to a beginners class now, you know, yeah. but you absolutely understand the foundations of it yeah. and you know that everyone else in there is going to be in the same place. Um, I really like, I, I think that's, I had done a bit of yoga before I um, started going to classes. You know, I had done the whole looking in a book or, or but I, I was kind of just, but it was more, I was kind of doing stretches, yeah. but I, but that gave me a little bit of confidence. So when I started that I wouldn't be the worst, Yeah. but even that feeling of, like you said, there isn't a best and worst. That's not what no. it's about. It's not a competitive thing. It's not like, Oh my God, they can do that. And I can't, it's about your journey from where from your kind of base place where you start from to, to where you kind of move through really. And I, but, but, the real key thing there, and I'm glad you said it, and obviously we hadn't planned this, but um, was that I think by the, by the nature, someone who's involved in yoga, so a guide, a teacher, is generally going to be quite a nice person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because they, so. they kind of they haven't gone down a kind of they're not trying to be millionaires. They're not trying oh. to you know they, they're kind of. <laughs> I wish we were filming this. They'd be on face then. No, definitely not. Um, you know, so it's not you know you they've they've chosen to do this as a you know a way of life and actually that the whole essence of it is a very positive thing. So you know without going too far down that route and set turning people off from being a bit hippie kind of thing. I, one of the things I love about going to a yoga class is actually the energy, you know, so like, and I, I can really feel the energy in the, in a, in a yoga studio yeah. and it's different in each one, to be honest. Yeah. But the one I currently go to, as soon as I walk into the building, I just feel better. Yeah. You know, so it, there's so many people in there that are, that are kind of positive, friendly, happy, welcoming people um, that aren't going to be going, you're doing that wrong. They'll be coming over and going, just move over, move your leg a little bit here. Or Yeah, how try... does it feel to put it there? And yeah. Just, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is that specifically for, for people who've never done it before is, you know, you really can, it is something you can give it a go. And I've, I've done podcasts on physical activity and we've talked about a similar thing about going to the gym and how intimidating that environment is. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been to a gym in like 15 years or something and I would yeah. find it incredibly intimidating. I still find it intimidating. And yet going to a yoga class, I've never, I've been to dozens of different yoga classes and I've never walked into one and not felt welcomed. So, you know, it is something that people who are trying to focus on what can I do to you know, help my mental health. Yeah. Yoga is something that anyone can try. Yeah. Um, I guess is the message I'm trying to get across. Definitely. No matter size, shape, injury, not injury, conditions, you know, 
that it, they can all be supported by the right style of yoga. Obviously, if someone's got arthritis, I'm not going to say let's go to power yoga or no. rocket yoga. Go to a like hatha or restorative yeah. yin maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is definitely like a yoga for everyone. It's finding the teacher that's right for you. It's finding the studio that's right for you. It's mm. finding the style that's right for you. And when you sort of find it, it is home. Yeah, It's absolutely. like going home. Um, which again, I always, because I'm not a very hippie person. I certainly don't look it. I don't think so anyway. I'm kind of quite sporty and I, I teach in a, I don't fluff where I try not to sort of spiritualize things because I also have a lot of different people who come from different religions. So I mm-hmm. never want to kind of talk about spiritual in case it's in, you know, it's in contrast, in contrast to, what, to the, yeah. what they, their beliefs are and stuff. But in terms of spirituality, of yourself like yoga is very sort of in tune with that like get in tune with yourself like that's that's the that's the purpose of it Mm. but there is a lot of there can be a lot of fluffy language which puts people off but you can you know in terms of going to I just say like just get past it don't worry about it have a little giggle I sometimes giggle when there's some like oms and some little like bits yeah what's wrong with giggling that's therapy as well I'm quite happy with that I I used to go to a fantastic um, vinyasa flow class um, and the the guide there would always say um, you know you'd put you in you'd be in tree position so essentially you're standing on one leg um and you're using your other leg for balance and it's against either your you know your ankle or your um thigh or whatever depending on your kind of level yeah and then you'd put your arms out like a tree um and she would always say oh it's a bit windy at the back there you know that whole kind of <laughs> yes. and then and people would put their foot down you know they're so they're standing on both feet and They'd go, oh, damn it. Or, you know, you'd see the disappointment. And she would always say, it's just tree, people. It's just yeah, tree, you know, yeah. and would laugh. And the whole thing would be about having fun. And yeah. there wasn't a kind of, oh, God, you are useless at that. Look, you're the only one that failed. Look no, at everyone else. Exactly. You know, it was, it's just a fun kind of, you're, and, and yeah. then you, and then the next week, maybe you stay a, a little bit longer and then you put your foot down and then, yeah. You know, it, it just doesn't matter. It's it's funny because the pictures of people doing yoga, people look like they're concentrating, you know, whether you are concentrating, you know, and it always looks so serious and stuff. Whereas actually, I mean, if you came to one of my classes, they're a laugh. Like yeah. people are like, obviously we're not like talking the whole way through, but people are like having little like giggle with themselves or like joking with each other. Or I remember that's the one The I mean, I didn't learn to teach yoga in India, but I went to India a few years ago and I wasn't that impressed with the yoga that I had there to be honest I thought the yoga that we've got in the west is now better because it's based more in what we actually know about anatomy and stuff so it's much safer for people with injuries and Mm. with sort of different conditions um but what I did learn from yoga in India was they would always be like why so serious why are you westerners so serious let's you know laugh and I was like this is what I take from my experience of learning yoga doing some yoga in India is like they don't even take it seriously. Like, yeah. come on, like yeah. this is meant to be a laugh. And that's, I think it's a really key message. And then we've, we've actually run out of time. That's how quickly Ooh, it goes. I could carry on. I know, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll do it again. We'll do, it, <laughs> yeah. we'll do another one. But um, that's just, just one of the last things. We, you've hit on it there. You know, again, for people that are concerned about, well, I can't go because I've got this tweak in my knee or my back or my hip or whatever. Yeah. Like yoga instructors, teachers, guides... 
one of the things I've always been really impressed with is their knowledge of anatomy and the knowledge of kind of so so actually um, and then when they get to know you and when you because you sit down and you'll have like a you know a half an hour or whatever assessment beforehand you'll perhaps sit and go through a kind of sheet of or at least for a few minutes have you got any injuries and um, so when I go to classes now where people have been going for several weeks or the the, the guide will be saying oh look this may not work well for you, so you do this posture. Yeah. So, you know, you, you build that relationship, and much as with many things around uh, positive mental health, you know, relationships are really key. So if you find the right studio and the right guide, yeah. then you and you tell them, well, these are the bits of me that hurt or the bits that don't work so well, there's usually a, a, a variation, isn't there, yeah. that people can, can oh, do instead. Yeah. So, you know, so if you are thinking, well, I can't go because I've got this, got this dodgy knee yeah you, you you absolutely can and like you say yeah. it's fun it's great fun look like i say we've run out of time but um thank you so much for coming in oh, i really enjoyed that absolute pleasure i really enjoyed it and how we're ending how can people um <laughs> i've been told don't do much longer than half an hour because people will stop listening um how can people contact you if they want it if they're interested in your um, they can find me on instagram i'm the underscore balanced underscore girl um or on facebook i'm helena capital a Biles. so they're my sort of like main social media platforms i'm a balanced girl with those underscore um between the words as well on twitter great name like it yeah Um, so thank you you guys out there for listening as always um please follow me on twitter at mental comms that's m-e-n-t-a-l-c-o-n-v-s um instagram facebook mental conversations uh, i've really enjoyed that thanks ever so much again thanks chris all right speak to you soon guys cheers